0: Welcome to Hillside Diet. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love.
1: Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell.
0: Hello, everybody. It is a very nice day today because today we've got a pretty important celebrity sighting on the pod. She is a very talented television writer for shows including We Crashed, You're the Worst, and the upcoming Interior Chinatown on Hulu. Uh, she's also the star of many a Alison Bennett Instagram story, which has <laughs> led to years of admiration from afar. So I am thrilled to get to meet this guest in person uh, and then promptly debate her to the death. Please welcome to the podcast Eva Anderson. Anderson. Oh, thank you for having me. This is so exciting. I'm truly honored. Uh, like I said when you got in here, I feel like I know you more than I do because of the gram. Oh, nice. And I have been following mostly your wedding journey because your flowers were so freaking a- aspirational. Oh. oh, thank you. How has being married for the year been?
1: I like being married.
0: That's it's great. Very chill.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. Um, it's much easier than like you know, being quarantined a quarantine with
0: somebody being married (laughs) and being able to leave and go outside. It's much, much better. So completely agree. I mean, but you made it through the quarantine engaged. Did you get engaged break war? Uh, we got engaged right before. yeah, you did okay, too. so yeah. yes <laughs> wait, wait, you just got married in June. Oh, yeah, after years of push. so, so yeah. yeah, how many times did you push your wedding? You know the number of dates that we had is almost comical. Oh I wow. think it I, like we didn't send out invites, so that helped. Mm-hmm. But we pushed our date maybe five times. It was wow. really wild. How about you?
1: We just pushed it once, but it was more than a year.
0: And you had to push guests. We had to push guests. Yes, yeah, so you had, did the whole thing. Yeah, we had to like cut
1: the wedding down significantly Oh, oh we had the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which for better or for worse. I mean, it was a bummer for some like, but it was also kind of a nice thing of being like, Mm, sorry, small list this time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's crazy. I can't believe that anyone got married during COVID.
0: Loved being a bride. Did you love being a bride? It was fun. It, was, <laughs> it, it was, Okay. So <laughs> maybe different.
1: Yeah, I had a good time. I had a really fun, yes, I really enjoyed it doing the wedding. I feel like if you're like an organized person, you end up doing a lot of it yourself and sometimes it's like I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't w- want to plan another wedding.
0: No. And I also like I think the worst job in the world would be wedding planner.
1: Yes. I also would just like to have parties now though for the rest of my life because it's less pressure. Just the, something about the I felt like the wedding industrial complex is like set up to make uh, women feel like failures.
0: 1000%. It's just like the whole it's like, you're never
1: doing anything. No, right. Because
0: the second you see, the second you decide on your flowers, you see Eva Anderson's flowers and suddenly you feel like you picked the <laughs> entirely wrong color scheme and life is over as we know it. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> loved my florist and it was all beautiful, but, um, but I totally agree with yeah, you. Yeah.
1: It's like, you're never on You're. it's just like those checklists that are like, oh, you haven't done all the stuff that you should have been doing. Right yeah, and it's like, Everything's just, everything's a failure. Every, totally. All I,
0: failure. I, I will say, however, like. For me the wedding was so much fun mm-hmm. that by the time it was over I think I've repressed how hard planning was. Yeah. I also will say my mom did the vast majority of the work like she thank god because otherwise nothing would have gotten done. Uh-huh. I would like there was a day where my mom came to visit and I woke up and it was just my mom and Mike making excel spreads about like where we were going to go visit and I was like I'm the worst bride in the world. Thank god for these people. Oh um, man. So that was helpful, but yes, it's it's a fascinating ride. But yeah, I think I've, I've now when people are like I'm planning wedding i'm like good for you and like forget that it was like a trauma like, yeah <laughs> yes especially during covid especially
1: but you know what now we just get to have parties yeah exactly it's oh, great oh my God.
0: we're gonna absolutely just have parties and and oh also i think it's made me a better guest at mm. other people's things well, because then you know exactly. how much work it was exactly i also yes. think i never once noticed like <laughs> plates or utensils or freaking chairs and mm-hmm. now when i go to people's wedding i'm like i just want you to know i love your spoons but like, because <laughs> i feel like you just i know she's i know you spend time looking at them you, you had to pick yes. all these things they had to make these decisions so and they need to be validated anyway i could talk weddings all day uh but we're here to talk about a significantly more important hill mm-hmm. uh, and i'm very excited to get in to it, uh, would you please tell us the hill you're dying on today? The hill I'm prepared to die on is that animals
1: can't talk. <laughs> and there's been a lie told to us as a society <laughs> that tips into possibly fraud, really? like financial fraud. No way. That we all fell for in this like major way for our entire lives. And if you just like take one step back and look at it, animals cannot just cannot talk.
0: I mean, this is tough for me to hear because as you know, my little cat Penny is running around here somewhere. Oh,
1: animals have feelings. Animals can, com- this is, yes, it's yes, different. Yes. Oh, I know. They can communicate. I have a dog. It lets me know when okay, it wants to okay. go outside. Animals can communicate with humans, but here's
0: here's where this okay, starts. But there's, but there's a line. Okay, I think, okay, so then it's not just, it's not communication, but specifically talking, which I'm still going to argue against because I firmly believe I have conversations with my cat.
1: I'm <laughs> going to take you back to years ago, when Robin Williams passed away, and there was an article that they had told Coco the gorilla that Robin Williams died and that she was sad, (laughs) that she became maudlin and sad. She had not seen Robin Williams for more than 10 years. She'd met him one time. Interesting. And they said in this article that Coco, once they explained to her what had happened, she became very withdrawn for the rest of the day. And I read that article, and. like, it was like, I thought about it for one second. I was like, there's no way that's true. But
0: wait a second. What about like the lion? What about that famous lion video where it's like the lion doesn't see the guy for 10 years or like 20 years and then he's all grown up and then the lion is reunited with the man. Well, but sh- that, yeah, I think if Robin Williams walked back in the room and Coco was like, hey, it's that
1: guy. Okay, that's but how do Coco Coco you sit down, understand
0: the abstract concept of <laughs>
1: Robin Williams dying and explain that to a gorilla That it was like, you don't, you met this guy 10 years ago, here's a, you know, and he's dead and he's never coming back and you'll never see him again. Like you think you can explain? I was like, there's no (laughs) way I do. And then, um, Cuz like yeah, if you have a if you if you disappeared one day, your cat would be sad. Also, sure. But Robin Williams disappeared the day after he met Coco and then she never saw him again. Fascinating.
0: Okay. They had <laughs> established long enough of a relationship. No. That being said, Robin was a force to be reckoned with. Yes. And perhaps made a huge uh, impression on dear Coco. Possibly. She met everybody though. She met <laughs> Oprah, she met Mister Rogers. Okay, well, fascinating. So I wonder when anyone else goes, is she going to is Coco gonna Gonna be sad well, Coco's dead oh shoot yes and oh, this no. is one of the reasons people don't like <laughs> to Oprah, hear about this did Oprah cry when Coco died
1: everyone mourned Coco oh all right and Coco. so I haven't brought this up in a while okay because <laughs> people were really sad about Coco dying because when we were kids there was the book Coco's kitten there was like a lot of Coco content yes. in the 80s when I was a child I believed that there was a gorilla that did sign language named coco that was out there that wanted a baby that had a kitten who died so she got a cloth kitten and i believed probably just in my heart that like we were at the tipping point soon all gorillas would if coco knew sign language sure how how so then i took a step back this robin williams thing happens and around the same time they also re- released a video i encourage the listener to look it up of coco on Earth Day doing sign language saying that like she was sad because of like all
0: the trees going away <laughs> okay so those two things together I was like okay so we're a little bit explo- I, I, okay I see the exploitation happening with our relationship with Coco with Coco <laughs> sure okay so I start looking into it uh-huh. and
1: there's been a lot of really good reporting by done on Coco on Coco specifically amazing from 2014 in Slate Magazine there was a expose basically so I'm stealing, I, I just, I just had a feeling and then I started digging.
0: I was like, Oh, so people, other people have been on top of this. 99% of my arguments are stolen from the internet. Everyone's aware. So this is great. This is great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so basically, you know, Coco was part of a series of monkeys and primates that were experimented on by humans. The other famous one being Nim Chimpsky from project Nim who like, lived in a brownstone and was raised as a little boy with a family. Have you seen Project Nim? I'm vaguely familiar with it, but
0: can you catch us up?
1: He was a baby chimpanzee, and they were trying to see if you raised a baby chimpanzee like a child, Mm -hmm. would he learn to communicate like like a human? And, uh, uh, spoiler, Nim attacked everyone in the the (laughs) brownstone, and it's a really interesting documentary about it. And basically... And then in the 80s, 70s and 80s, Dr. Penny Patterson was the one who adopted Coco and Michael. There was a boy girl named Michael and taught them same language. And there's a documentary about it, which includes like the most insane shot in of Berkeley and Dr. Penny, who at the time is like this kind of Stevie Nicks looking beautiful blonde, driving around Berkeley with Coco just sitting in the passenger seat of her car. <laughs> and the other gorilla just sitting in the back seat no no seat belts um, just well, riding they're cool, around they're
0: cool gorillas no
1: boundaries they're, the with this cool woman kid
0: chimps they couldn't wear their seat belts
1: yeah they're too cool so then you know they then she's like oh Coke can talk we put these books out people got really excited there was this talking gorilla penny patterson remained on the scene throughout like in 2014 when this robin williams thing happened that was penny patterson doing like a press release and she at around that time like in the like uh, years before when people started looking into it she runs this thing called the gorilla foundation one of the board members was betty white and it's a it's a big fundraising organization specifically raising for animal research and also stuff for coco wild coco like had a room at the gorilla foundation that was full of her favorite toys she had like a little kitchen set she wore little dresses <laughs> and at one point like all these people that worked at gorilla foundation quit like in protest there's a lot of things happening really one of the reasons they quit was they were like coco is like 70 pounds overweight she doesn't oh. exercise she eats like full turkey dinners she eats human food all day she would eat like c- giant cakes
0: and stuff okay but are we fat
1: shaming coco It's well, they were just like, this is not healthy. And Coco did her life was cut short. Oh dear. She did die. Okay, okay. She did die much younger than she should have. The other thing that was people were very upset about was that all the interns and new employees working with Coco, Coco would sign, use the sign language, her favorite word, nipple. (laughs) She would demand to see people's nipples. (laughs) And Dr. Penny was like, you better just show her your nipples, or else she's gonna keep asking. So It was like a sexual harassment lawsuit that all these employees were like, I was forced to show my nipples to Coco the first day of work
0: <laughs> okay okay Wait, hold on counter argument <laughs> counter argument Coco can talk Coco's just a perv we enabled Coco we enabled Coco by giving her everything her heart desired we never told Coco no she ate the cakes she had the room she had a foundation she was famous she was so i would say Coco followed the arc of most famous men where mm. she rose to the the peak of popularity and then started demanding nipples just constant demanding nipples, <laughs> yeah, and I believe that was communication. There is a, an AOL
1: chat that that Doctor Penny did with Coco, <laughs> where people could ask <laughs> any question they wanted to Coco. Wait, amazing! And here, it, I it's in this article, but I also encourage you to just find the full church. if you just look at Coco AOL. So this is a from transcript from it. Sure. Someone types a question: What are your names of your kittens and dogs? Coco says: Foot. <laughs> um, Doctor Penny says foot isn't the name of your kitty question. Coco, what is the name of your cat? Coco? No. And then Penny says, she just gave some vocalization there, some soft puffing. And the chat host says, I hear that soft puffing. Penny says, now she's shaking her head. No question. Do you like to chat with other people? Coco? Fine nipple. (laughs) Dr. Penny? Nipple rhymes with people. She doesn't sign, you know, people. So she's trying to do a sounds like. So- Dr. Penny's was trying to tell us that she didn't mean to say nipple. And then later on this lawsuit reveals
0: that that's <laughs> most basically the only thing she okay. said. Okay. Okay that's amazing i will say that transcript (laughs) sounded an awful lot like conversations with my new niece oh uh, yeah who pretty much just says 15 months but new to speak new to speaking who like coco uh doesn't directly answer your questions but she's definitely talking i Mm -hmm. mean i'll say you know it'll be like say hi conveniently it'll say say hi to taylor and she'll say coco because what she wants is coco melon the freaking craziest oh Thing. So she so uh, Coco She wants to watch Coco board, Melon just wants time. to watch Coco Melon. wants to watch Coco Melon wants to rot a brain. And uh, but I would I would argue that perhaps Coco, our Coco, was talking and this woman, what's her name? Dr. Family? Penny. Dr. Penny, which is devastating because Dr. Penny is the villain and Dr. Penny in this household is a queen. <laughs> um Dr. Penny the villain um was just a a mother trying to project brilliance onto her child that is so if it was just that I would say yes like we all want to think our children are advanced we all want
1: to yes and like for instance at one point Nim Chimsky's
0: foster parent
1: wrote a thing in the 80s being like Nim did not learn to speak we tried everything he couldn't he was a chimp he didn't learn he learned like he learned signs but he didn't know what they meant. They weren't connected to anything. Interesting. He could mimic, like, you know, you can, you've seen like there's TV shows where chimpanzees do sign language. Yes. But that's, but they're being trained to do so those.
0: Yes. You can train animals to do all sorts well, of stuff. Well, similarly, you can train them to get their bowl. You can train them exactly. to, it's, Pavlo, it's a Pavlovian response, right? It's like, if you say this word, you get the thing. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a, it's a, yeah. So it's, it's, it's very possible that, that Coco was, you know, there's a, there's a horse in a medieval uh, story about a horse named clever hans who could mm. do i don't know if it's medieval but like turn of the century he was a it was a carnival trick where this horse named clever hans could do multiplication uh-huh by stomping his hoof amazing but they now know that he was just responding to the
0: emotions of his trainer by giving the trainer what the trainer wanted but isn't that in and of itself communication? They were able to understand what was being said to them and communicate back what they thought they wanted to hear, which yes. is me and in most interviews. Well, they didn't understand
1: what was being said, but they could understand watching, you know, if you stomp your hood four, four times and the trainer's like, uh, one more time and then you do one more time and they're like, yeah. And then you stop. So they were understanding reinforcements. Yeah. They were understanding like the subtle communication of the trainer's emotions. Got it. And trying to please the trainer. So that's what Clever Hans, that's how Clever Hans could do multiplication. But <laughs> they, you know, Dr. Penny, when the Nim Chimpsky guy came forward, Dr. Penny was like, well, you just did a bad job with Nim and Coco absolutely can talk. And so they had this like really angry back and forth in the new york review of books (laughs) where they're writing these nasty letters to each other and finally she was like i don't have time to this i should be spending my time communicating with gorillas this is amazing she she was so territorial but part of the reason it makes sense that she's territorial because this was a giant fundraising business sure and okay so coco Uh they decide it's time for coco to take a, a lover at one point oh boy they let coco internet date Oh they God. pick this girl named Nadume, who is at a zoo, I think in Atlanta. Okay. They bring Nadume to the Coco's like compound. And the whole idea is that like, they're going to mate and then they're going to go to Hawaii and then they're going to have babies and they'll live like on in Hawaii and raise their babies. And so all the fundraising starts going towards, let's build Coco, her dream compound for her <laughs> babies so she and Nadume can go to Hawaii. Huge amounts of fundraising. Coco does not like Nadume. He she hates oh, him. Oh no. And so Bad but they date. but they couldn't step back. They couldn't send Nadume back to the zoo cuz then they would be admitting that there's that Coco's never
0: having babies, she's not going to Hawaii. Yeah, but can't they just set Coco up with a better fit? No. I would have watched this Monkey Date until she found the one. I think For so too, but they, seasons. they
1: dug in. And so people, another complaint people had alongside the nipples, alongside Coco <laughs> eating the giant cake was <laughs> she that didn't Nidume, want monogamy, she wanted nipples that basically Coco's <laughs> walking around in her little wonderland with her little dress She's playing with her toys. She's watching TV. She's eating turkey dinners. Nadume is just in an enclosure. No one's paying attention to him. Oh, no. He's totally alone. Oh, no. And they gave up on Ndume. And they were like, you can't, you gotta send this gorilla back to the zoo. And they were yeah. like, we're just waiting for Coco to just adjust to the idea of Nadume being oh, her man. husband. So we're and, waiting for Coco to settle. Meanwhile, fundraising is happening. For sure. Now, I did check up on the Gorilla Foundation. They are not as bad. Like, they're not a
0: they're a highly rated charity, so money is resources may be going to Coco's Lair, but but, but resources are also going to like help save animals in the wild. What what I, are they raising think, money for? Okay. I'm not sure. Gorilla Foundation. transparent this, about it? Yeah,
1: it's Gorilla Foundation.
0: I was waiting for you to tell me money was going to Dr. Penny's pockets directly.
1: I I can't
0: prove that, and okay. I think
1: I don't want Dr. Penny to come after me. Yeah, no, me neither. She might be litigious.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, mothers protect their young. So. Exactly. And she's never replaced
1: Coco. I mean, I think after Coco died, which was, I think three years ago, four years oh, ago, man. there hasn't been another Coco.
0: Yeah. But when you, you can't just replace the last one. I also real quick, just to revert back to when you were mentioning the, that Coco and, or that Dr. Penny didn't believe that the other mom was doing a good job with her monkey. Yeah. The idea of this monkey mommy culture is it's exactly parallel to well, it was mothers a dad, and babies. But oh, yeah, well, absolutely. I mean even more. Then she's saying, "Hello single father, you haven't <laughs> raised the baby in the way yeah. that we can." If
1: Nim couldn't talk to you, it's cuz that you didn't love him. Cuz you Nim. failed him
0: because well, you yes. <laughs> one
1: thing that's super crazy in the Project Nim that's also like cuz I think that like we just project a lot onto animals obviously, uh, yes, Okay. especially mm-hmm. ones that look like humans. The way yes. a primate does. So Nim has like gone through and attacked everybody in the house and they finally like send Nim away to a farm basically. So he's like living in an enclosure and he's just, and the guy who's like the caretaker is just like smoking joints with Nim all day. Mm. And so one of the women (laughs) from the family comes and she finds where Nim's being kept. And she, she's like, and she climbs into the cage. Because she says that he owes her an apology for no. the last time he attacked her, and she's like, "And I needed that apology. I needed that closure from Nim." And he attacks her again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, from my first of all, that's amazing. Second yeah, it's whole, a good movie. I really my, recommend yes, it. And second of all, from my perspective, okay, that's pretty clear communication. Nim wanted nothing <laughs> to do with this woman. Yeah, he didn't want to do it with any of these people. Like, but
1: like, yeah. And I think Coco didn't want anything to do with Nadume So maybe it's just that they're, they can talk, but they aren't,
0: they, they don't owe it to us. They are animals. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it is, maybe it is that, uh, animals can talk however we are treating them so poorly by trying to force partners upon them and force them to be raised outside of their environment so they just don't want to talk to us well <laughs> what we're doing in both these cases is
1: projecting human desires needs wants story structure sure, life I, I models <laughs> onto these animals yes just going like coco of course coco wants a boyfriend and she wants to live in hawaii and she wants to have a baby Coco wants cake and nipples. Like, that's all she wants. But you can't raise Same money over like we <laughs> indulge this horrible animal and now she just wants nipples and cake. Like, if
0: anything, I think that's a, a further proof that we have evolved from primates. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. That if we could just pick cake and nipples, we would if put in a perspective where we are the center of attention and could have nothing but cake and nipples, I think we're in, uh, I also want to raise your name documentary with a little documentary called Dr. Doolittle. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say my octopus teacher. Oh my God. I, I, we, <laughs> Another very <laughs> weird projection onto like a creature. Okay, I did watch that one and I do have that one written down. And how do you feel about it? Because it, it gets, I think
1: my octopus teacher should be called, uh look at this weird guy and like i want to look (laughs) at this weird guy wants to fuck an octopus this weird guy just should not be allowed to talk to people about thoughts he has (laughs) i don't know i mean the octopus was just doing stuff but the fact that he's like oh my i had to run away from my little boy and my wife and i ended up in the water and an octopus loved me it's like you're
0: weird like you're a weird (laughs) weirdo like yes but also like I mean, I have to firmly believe, and maybe this is a projection, but no, it's absolutely not. My cat loves me. My cat I, loves me. I feed her. I play with her. She purrs, which is an indication. Yes. Also, cats, as a defense, cats don't meow with each other. They learned meowing as a way of basically mimicking baby behavior Ooh. to get, in an evolutionary standpoint, to get human attention. Like cats
1: meow for human yes, attention? And not for
0: each other. That's really interesting. Yes. So uh, there's... Okay, mm-hmm. I...
1: I think that's true. And I do think, you know, I think my dog loves me. Yes. Um, and I have a different relationship with my dog than my husband has with the dog. Like she's just very affectionate to him she and i
0: have like a weird like
1: psychosexual kind of like fighting but play <laughs> hold fighting the phone. relationship hold the
0: phone. Mm. you're upset with the psychosexual relationship with the octopus but not the dog yes okay, okay, I know I just I have, i'm not that guy i speak to my child
1: um, there you go there you go but
0: yeah i mean i can be a hypocrite of course that's that's the beauty of this podcast it's just, it actually welcomes hypocrisy but hold on there's some really crazy stuff in the slate article about what coco was eating that's (laughs) so while you look that up uh, i just want to know real quick where are we on the basics of like parrots or birds that like sing or speak
1: oh i don't know why (sighs) my dad had a
0: macaw that spoke but it just repeated phrases okay
1: but that's just like a lot of a
0: lot of execs i've worked with just repeat phrases (laughs)
1: that's true (laughs) um it's like any animal training right it's like an animal will repeat behaviors to please the trainer sure a dog, you know, positive can, can be trained. Positive yeah. reinforcement, food. Um, but it's like if the, you teach the parrot to be like "fuck you," like, and then the parrot <laughs> yeah. says that it doesn't know it's being rude. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> okay, listen to this. So for more than two decades, it was the Gorilla's Foundation's public goal for Coco to have a baby so she could teach the child sign language. Okay, Coco has been telling us for years that she wants to have a baby. The Gorilla Foundation wrote journalists in an email. Okay. Um. Over the years, Coco has been photographed playing with her dolls as, quote, practice for motherhood. And <laughs> Gorilla Foundation said that Coco chose him to do May through video dating. <laughs> yeah, he was he was on loan from the
0: Cincinnati Zoo for 23 years oh, and they man. never once made it. yeah, it wasn't a right fit. <sighs> I, I think that's more of an argument of we can't force relationships among any of us uh, in the animal kingdom because it's just never going to turn out the way we want it to.
1: The Gorilla Foundation claimed that the gorillas were still strongly emotionally bonded, communicate constantly through a mesh partition, and care deeply about one another. The foundation's website says that while Coco is frustrated about her lack of a baby, she's not giving up on her
0: dream. (laughs) See, now my problem is with the copy from the Gorilla Foundation. This reads reads as a tabloid about Jennifer Aniston. I know! (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) She still has time. She wants to have baby. And again, okay. And I I would never argue that humans don't project things onto anyone. We project things onto our babies, onto our children. We project things onto celebrities, onto our pets. And, and I think that is just human, human nature. Yeah. Um, I, I still believe that Coco just wanted some nips. <laughs> she just wanted some nips. I think my argument is shifting, though, okay. just to be more specific. Okay. That
1: from animals can't talk to Coco the gorilla is was a large-scale fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I can't disagree with you there. And I really do need to
1: watch this documentary. I, oh, yeah. Nim, you know, Nim was a, just a bad bunch of decisions by this researcher. But mm. Coco was a trick.
0: I'm wondering, so I I feel like I remember Coco because I remember it being like apple. And then he would point to the card that said apple, right? And it was like fucking magic watching this monkey be able to select the thing that we had taught it the word for.
1: Right. But you can also go, go get my shoes, girl. Yeah. And then the dog goes and gets the shoes. Well,
0: right. Okay. So then (laughs) arguably the dog learned the word for shoe. Uh Uh-huh. And is communicating with you that they understand what you're asking for and they are delivering a result. Right. And what is communication if not understanding and then delivering a cue? Perhaps it's not as advanced as our, us being able to have this conversation, you know, right. Coco and Nim aren't starting their own pod that at the other own beloved pod at that. Um, but they are still communicating. Also, this is interspecies communication. That's we're true. Talking.
1: One thing that's interesting that all this research has
0: come up with though yes. also
1: because there are other primates that have learned signs and stuff like yes. that
0: so i have a couple here i had like an ape rocky that mimicked the speech of his caretakers in exchange for food which is fascinating very um, interesting. interesting um yep yeah, do you have uh,
1: conzi in there w- which one conzi no which one's a bonobo oh amazing Knew a
0: lot of signs but the thing was they were like also whales whales yeah apparently whales teach each other their song and there's this one there's this one let's see there was an elephant Um, Oh, here it is. It's this one sad captive beluga whale who was caught like speaking in human moans and tones, which like just made me so sad. Like Free Willy? Yeah. It was very Free Willy. That's messed
1: up. (laughs) Well, what about, okay. One thing that's interesting is they say that like while the animals can learn signs, Uh they would never voluntarily use them.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: The animals don't make small talk. They don't just casually communicate like things. The reason, the only times, that's what they're saying, like the only times that these signs would come up was when the caretaker would go like, do the sign. So it's basically just
0: animal training. We could argue that they're just all introverts and they just need (laughs) to be brought out of their shell. They just want somebody to initiate. They need someone (laughs) to just care more. Exactly. And not just be so transactional. Their love language is acts of service. And when someone comes (laughs) into them, that is when they're willing to give back.
1: Man, they just said that Coco wouldn't eat any of the vegetables or fruit that she was supposed to be <laughs> eating. She would eat, like, giant hams.
0: The more you talk about Coco, the more I relate to her. <laughs> I just feel like, like like Coco was maybe just given a... Spo- Coco is Veruca salt.
1: Yeah, she's just very spoiled. Yes. They, said, they said by the end all she was doing was watching TV all day. Uh, and
0: What? I, she is so human. We are absolutely... If anyone <laughs> believes that evolution isn't real, this is further proof. And, I mean if she was watching tv all day then you know there was something inspiring her but they also said that all the ba- all the unhealthy food was dr penny bringing it
1: yeah dr penny showing up yeah. feeding coco a ham <laughs> giving her a
0: cake telling some people uh, to come in and show their nipples oh my god dr penny perv you I know hungry perv <laughs> Just raising another. I think the new the hill should be amended to a uh, certain people shouldn't be able to talk to monkeys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. or Animals in general. We shouldn't let certain people be alone with animals that can't communicate enough to tell us when something's wrong. Like what happened those first couple of years is driving around Berkeley with Coco like oh, man. What
1: who who showed nipple first? Like <laughs> where did the nipple <laughs> word come from? <laughs> was it Do you think it was Dr. Benny's nipple? I think it might have Oh but no. But also like
0: yeah, maybe. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's that's tough. That's alleged. And also that's yes, possibly slander. It could be slander. So I'm just Listen, throwing some stuff will, out there. I will throw onto this podcast what I throw out always is all we don't have fact checking on this pod. No. So please go ahead and do the fact checking yourself. It's all from one article. This is, this from is one conspiracy article. podcast. And yes. And most of mine is also from one article as well. Yeah. The other things that I found in, in conjunction with animals speaking, uh, less to us and more to each other um was that uh and I'm, i just did auditory because like mm. as we know we know you have bats doing their clicking and that's their way of finding their way around oh, and all right, that right, shit right. Um, but in terms of auditory communication uh big uh, among birds who use it to convey warnings attract mates defend territories coordinate group behaviors uh, oh yeah crows. Uh, crows right
1: warn you know crows can tell crows among themselves communicate an insane amount oh really do you know that if you do something fucked up to a crow it can communicate what you look like to the other crows
0: and you're telling me that they can't talk to each other i think i i I can't talk to each other i'm
1: saying that they can't talk to us the way we think they
0: can that is so scary so crows are like no wonder they're always picked at the villain in things.
1: Yeah. No, no, it's crazy. And they'll also hold grudges for years. Really? There's people like there they did this experiment where they there was a guy who like wore this rubber mask. He was in a, and he he tagged a crow, like a specific a couple specific crows and he would like harass them oh, on this no. college campus. and Go up and like rah, and like yeah. scare them. And like and show them his nipple other <laughs> other crows started attacking him they were not really like weren't oh there when it happened and it was only when he was wearing the mask and it was like the crows had got the word out this motherfucker is going after gonna people get you. yeah it's gonna get you
0: and so they he would be walking around and crows would descend on him that is amazing yeah that reminds me of did you hear that thing about the elephant that like eventually like It was basically like hazed or or treated poorly in its environment. And then the but I think it was like poachers, they were afraid of them or something like that. And then they eventually came back and the elephant trampled them. Oh wow. It was like years later, and these elephants like only showed aggression to the people that were bad to them. That's really interesting. I know. It's grudges, man. So we're not saying animals can't hold grudges because for sure they can.
1: They can organize themselves, they can hold grudges, they can remember faces.
0: That but is, the
1: but you can't sit an animal down and go remember robin williams
0: the comedian <laughs> he died unless like, they showed them a photo of robin nipple and he'd be like yeah but yes he's okay a, he's okay. people but if the crows can do it <laughs> then maybe coco had facial recognition and was able to feel sad john levenstein one time said that the
1: idea that coco also understood like Oh, for this story to work she had to be like and he's all, like he's like the funniest guy right like there's a <laughs> lot of funny humans but he's like especially funny and so it's what a loss like that That she understood like not just that he was but right. like the
0: what it meant to lose robin williams <laughs> as like a society okay i i that's hilarious <laughs> i i think that is certainly a projection unless of course what coco was watching was like exclusively goodwill hunting and aladdin and all of the you know <laughs> coco was a huge mrs doubtfire fan maybe and when shown the picture and hearing the word dead
1: maybe dr penny came in and told her the news just sobbing just so upset and so coco's like oh god like what's going on and then she was like Ugh. i'm sad too and they're like look how sad coco is about robin williams i bet <laughs> you she was just like oh, something really bad's happened we're in trouble oh my gosh and then she's like she got withdrawn
0: because weird vibes at weird the, energy. At, at the compound sure. she understood the vibes i that I, I mean look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue that with you but that is really really amazing is the compound
1: still open I wanna yeah go. is it I, I think it's in like the inland empire it's not too far away
0: i mean why aren't we recording there we could have gone and got some real interesting go feedback that's
1: like one place i want to break into the other place i really want to break into is the bella Caroli a training compound in texas it's also shuttered now what is that one like the where all the uh, gymnastics girls would train oh my god but it's like where bella like yes this is weird eastern european like style but they shut it down man but i bet you it's probably like you could do like urban what's it called urban exploring
0: get you know, into that weird i was talking event. to someone about this with all these like billionaires and like you know musk not wanting to get off twitter like spending his time if you had if i had that much money uh one of my friends jared miller brought it up he was like if i had that much money i would not be on twitter or talking to any of you i would be paying my way into area 51 oh yeah and i was like that's a really fun use of money and access so yours would be this yeah.
1: Place. yeah break into the caroli training compound in texas and just investigate yeah just so, yeah that's like it's got all these weird gyms in it right just see what it was up yeah that's yeah, great you know. i think
0: that's a good use of, of access
1: so it's in okay the gorilla foundation website talks like she's still alive they've not updated
0: Aww. their website i mean do you think they just don't want people to know coco as fast coco is now like Santa Coco and Claus. the Dume. This is from coco.org, the Gorilla Foundation. Coco
1: and the Dume have access to outdoors 365 days a year via a large, sunny, 20 foot tall square foot yard.
0: Mm. Is Coco's Hawaii estate uh, on Zillow? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, do they still own property? See, that's another place I want to bust in on. That would be fantastic. I would love to see what this looked like. I would love to get an in person view of Coco's. Meet
1: Coco, meet Michael, meet Madume. Oh my God. Michael's
0: been dead since like 1999. Oh do you think they have, do you think they did the bad thing that we do to kids with like fish when their fish dies and just they like just kept replaced. replacing them? Yeah. It's always been the same Coco. We were probably. Should I send them a message, say update your website? Yes. <laughs> We have questions, and please update your website. We definitely—I'm pretty sure my parents did that with a fish. We had a fish named Flounder, and then my parents came in one day and were like, "Look, Flounder's back!" We're like, "Yeah, that's smart. He's that's back. Fine. Yeah, he's that's back. That's fun." And we're like, "No, okay." that's nice yeah why not we were actually positive my parents were doing it again with this bird that we had oh. like first of all who has birds uh me my grandfather made him appear in a magic trick uh and then we had to keep him what Wait, a curse your, your upon... grandfather did magic. i was a mm-hmm. magician he, my grandfather did magic for us as kids oh, nice. uh, yes and uh made a bird appear which at the time was the coolest thing ever and in hindsight like if your mom made do you have children I have a stepdaughter, yeah. Okay, great. If your mother or father made a bird appear and then was like, you have to keep this here. I've gifted it to your stepdaughter and now you have to keep it. Yeah. How pissed would you be? I'd be furious. Yeah, exactly. So instead my parents had to keep this bird and then not realizing, which we learned later because we were like, mom, if the bird is dying, you can just t- we don't we, like we care but like we don't like we're oh, adults so they thought you really loved the bird so we're replacing it. that was our theory because we were like this bird is older than any animal that like what's happening like is my mom not wanting to tell us turns out doves live to be like 30 something years oh, it old dove. so this bird actually had a short lifespan <laughs> considering but it was
1: still 20 something we had my dad was a magician and he did an act- really yeah with a um guinea pig amazing and he would do it like once a year maybe but it would be a thing where, like, then it would be my guinea pig Yeah, uh, that I would take care of for, like, <laughs> just until my parents were like, we hate this guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would just, like, let it go in Griffith Park.
0: <laughs> Amazing. And I
1: didn't know that until I was an adult because I was That's like... They all went to a farm and like where what Uh, what were you and he was like no uh, I just would drive into Griffith Park and just like let let it go at night
0: it would just get (laughs) scooped by a coyote (laughs) instantly instant coyote oh my god we fell for that for sure my friend's dad told her that her dog was sent to be a police dog to like sniff drugs and stop bad guys and we thought it was the coolest thing in the world and it wasn't until like two Christmas ago that she was like yeah isn't that what didn't like you know Henry go and become this and her dad was like seriously you guys are like (laughs) thirty it was really still but we were all Shook to our course. I mean, that's such a good story. It's got like a
1: hero's journey. Yeah, and you could picture the dog off solving crimes and yeah. stuff. That's
0: really funny. <laughs> so you that's like, what? And still, until your kid suddenly A cab begins and you're like, did Henry take this journey? <laughs> Yeah, wait a minute. Well, this is you have been fantastic. I'm oh, trying thank to see you. if I have any other good questions for you. I also, I mean, you already answered when this started. I it, Coco really ignited this for you. Yeah,
1: it was if they hadn't done that stupid lie, I think I would have gone the rest of my life being like, "Oh yeah, there's a talking girl named Coco." <laughs> but I was like, "Why is why aren't there talking gorillas everywhere? How is there just the one? And how are you going to try to convince me that she can have this like complicated Robin Williams grief.
0: And without this moment, we would all still believe in Coco. Uh, yeah, they, they overplayed their hands. They did. They did. And and I think, you know, uh, there's a reason that some of us still don't know who Dr. Penny is. And <laughs> I wish her the best. I hope if she is doing weird nipple things that somebody investigates further. And Dr. If not, Penny, we're so sorry, Dr. Penny. Call your webmaster. <laughs> call your webmaster. Uh, we have follow-ups. If you want to come defend yourself on this pod, you are welcome any time. Um This is fantastic. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I feel like I, feel like I got a off my chest so um, thank you so much for giving me the outlet Great. my only other questions for you are the following uh do you believe in toy story syndrome that the second we leave the animal starts speaking oh no <laughs> of course uh, not fine. do you believe that anyone could be a doctor Doolittle? <sighs>
1: like that one day that just animals could start what how did dr Doolittle get his power I can't remember. Doesn't he like go into like a animal's butt, a dragon's butt or
0: something <laughs> at the end of the new movie? I didn't watch the new he movie. He goes up a butt. And that's how he gets his powers? No, no, that's how he like solves the last problem. Oh, in hilarious. The movie. The Robin, uh, Robert Jenny Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes yeah, into yeah. It, but I rem I I know they had to do some like weird accent adjustment on that one, and so yeah. it was like a whole that movie was. Did a- he like get hit on the head and he could talk to animals? Yeah, radioactive spider probably bit by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think Doolittle and and, and man had the same journey. <laughs> I'm being um, honest. Penny and Dr. Penny, um, and you believe that you cannot communicate with your current dog. Uh, we have an understanding.
1: Okay, but. I couldn't sit her down and be like, hey, remember that person that you met uh a long time ago? Well, they're in jail now. Sure, sure,
0: sure. <laughs> Which I would argue that would be hard to do with an infant as well. <laughs> with an infant. And they and, no, and your dog is like, how many years? How many years are they? Are they gonna have to serve them all? No, tell me. Just let yeah. rip off the band-aid. Just can we visit? Are they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are visitation hours? Are we available during that time or is that walk time? Yes. Hold on. Where's my cat? I'm going to see if there. she'll come for me. Is she on her throne? She is. Penny. I'm going to get her and in. I talk like to that there's two quick. pennies
1: in this story. I know. Doctor. What if I was doing this? <laughs> Dr. Penny. It's Dr. Penny. She's like, <laughs> hold on. Oh, I'm going to get our our Dr. Out.
0: Penny to. Oh, see, she perks up. She knows her name. Dr. I'm Penny serious. Patterson. Oh, that's a beautiful cat. How old? For our last segment, this is Penny P. She is about four. We're not really sure. Uh, Speaking of projecting things, the adoption place that we got her from 100% lied and was like, yeah, she's like, oh, is that Coco? That's Dr. Penny and Coco. Oh, Dr. Penny is cute. She was super hot. Uh, That is, a. I am very surprised that Dr. Penny... I, maybe i shouldn't be but that dr penny is that hot and choosing to spend all her time with gorilla baby and then like oh later god, they spend on like a lot of time together she stays hot her bangs are pretty great yeah she does stay pretty good <laughs> she's she's but she all, lived her entire life with, internet internet with coco <laughs> like her entire adult life she started when she penny, was like a, have questions for you Hold a grad student penny's trying to escape us is there anything penny okay. ava this is the key, this this her with her cat oh my god she's so cute i know she's really dreamy Dr. Penny is so hot. <laughs> I know. No wonder Coco wanted nipple. <laughs> I'm sorry. I suddenly, I think Coco was a perv. Dr. Penny was right. And uh, they were speaking. And now everyone thinks she's crazy. Here we are slandering her on this pod. This beautiful when really hippie. she was being sexually assaulted by the animal she raised. Oh, this is really tough. Oh. Um, before we end this podcast, I just want to know, are there any questions you wanted to ask Penny the cat to see if she can respond? Yes. Um, Penny, Robin what's your Williams? first memory? Penny, what is your earliest memory? Oh, Penny, that was a really good answer. Penny, good. Robin Williams is dead. <laughs> Penny, how do you feel about Robin Williams? Oh my God. She's so, she's so grief stricken. She walked she's away. Walking away. She's withdrawn. Waddling back. Do you see this? She's completely withdrawn. She's just she's looking back at back, us. But, oh, upset. She's about saying, Robin say Williams. it ain't so. <laughs> say it ain't so. Penny, Robin Williams is dead. <laughs> she's licking herself she's licking herself because she's trying to distract herself from the sorrow she's feeling about losing a comedic great we're not even going to go ahead and tell her anybody else that died more recently i think that's enough i think yeah, that's enough for that's one fair. day don't tell her about prince oh no god oh she heard you she heard you and now she's staring out the window like in a music video forlorn thinking about oh there's a soundtrack playing in her head mm, and nothing uh, compares to you oh see th- I'm sorry, was that not the most forlorn meow you just heard? She's, I'm sorry, we made she, you upset. We're so sorry, Penny. <laughs> we are so sorry, sweet girl. But you had to find out. It was important that you yeah. knew that comedic icon that <laughs> died before you were born. <laughs> this was fantastic. This was so Thank fun. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, yes. uh, And with that, I'm going to raise you your eulogy. Oh, please. good? We have gathered here today to celebrate the life of Eva Anderson, who tragically died on the hill of animals can't talk. <laughs> Eva is survived by a number of wonderful projects, including Interior Chinatown, which will be on Hulu in 2023. Be on the lookout. Uh, you can continue to follow Eva's legacy on Instagram slash Twitter at Eva Fay, E V A F A Y. Uh, Eva, we're so grateful for your time here on this podcast and on this earth. Uh, we hope that you can reunite with Coco in heaven and get some much needed answers for the rest of us. I would
1: do anything to be able to see Coco. Or Nidume. Uh, maybe I could talk to
0: Nidume and be like, what was going on? <laughs> I think Nadume has more answers than Coco. Coco has a bill. Nadume is the overlooked, like, we ruined Nadume's life. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's back at the zoo after everyone's
1: like, where were you for 23 years? He's like, I don't want to.
0: Yeah. I can't even explain it. I don't want to talk about my ex-wife. She was, she was really abusive.
1: <laughs> oh man. Also,
0: she liked women nipples, right? Or well, did she like it's, all it's, nipples?
1: Gender not specific. Oh, okay. Everyone okay. had to show their nipples, oh, okay, male or female. Okay,
0: was wondering. I was like, well, maybe they just were ignoring her sexual preferences, and that's no, fucked. She was. Well.
1: It was. Across the board.
0: Just, just, nip. She was just in it. Yeah. <laughs> in and I guess nips. it was
1: just like, you better just get it over with. Yeah. That was like the messaging at girl <laughs> If you're going
0: to have a conversation with Coco, if yeah. you're going to get any deeper, you have to show her, her If you nipples. want her
1: to trust you to bring her her cakes, then you're going to have to show Nip. <laughs>
0: Amazing. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Yay. <laughs> hey guys. Thank you for listening to Hillside Dion. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Hillside Dion on podcast and on twitter at hillside dion follow me on twitter slash instagram at i'm taylor cox thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week